another all skate um thank you guys for tuning in thank you for joining us on patreon mm-hmm. and i hope you guys enjoyed the adoption episode i thought it was really good that burton brook did a good job um Crushed we'll it. cover some foster care a little bit today first we're going to start with a voice memo from our good friend blair blair Ooh. and alex hope alex blair. is on here you think alex listens no <laughs> Don't give him a shout out. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here's Blair. What up, my favorite skaters? It's Blair. Longtime listener. First time caller, as Derek would say. (laughs) First of all, I just want to let you guys know how much I freaking love the podcast. I look so forward to the episodes every week and I fully laugh out loud every time I listen. It's just so much fun to get to catch up with you guys from afar. So sorry. And it also has reminded me why I'm the only one in our friend group who calls Rustin Stino because I first met him through my college roommate, Brie Reek, who is Brooke's ah. sister. And since she knew Rustin through Britt, who calls him Stino, she calls him Stino. So I call him Stino, Aww. even though nobody else in our group does. That's cute. Yeah, that's that almost got real awkward on the Christmas card episode because I'm an <laughs> avid Christmas card sender and supporter. I love sending them. I love getting them. I love looking back on them. Everything. But it was a nice save. Just shouting out how cute Connie P is. There that you was, go. That was good. On I got you, girl. <laughs> Anyways, I've talked to you a little bit about this. I think they're done having kids after number four. Yes, we are. I'm not sure if Britt and Brooke <laughs> want more kids with their four, but I thought it'd be a fun question to know what baby names you guys talked about but didn't use with Ooh. each kid. That's Love a good you guys. One. That's good. I miss Blair. Bye, Blair. Thank you. <sighs> Actually, that's really funny because Blair is the one who was like, when I said, if we ever have a boy we want to do McGraw and she was like full blown 100% wanting us to do that. McGraw. So she already knows. I forgot about that name. Yeah. She was already like, Hey, Hey, so if you have a boy, you're doing McGraw, right? And I was like, if, if we have the boy, uh, yeah, I still want to. She's like low key asking like, are you guys not going to use that name? Can I have it? Oh, if you are low key Are you guys done? Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So to answer your question, Blair, we are going to go ahead and stop on the even number four. Everybody's got a buddy. Everybody's got a little friend to grow up with. So that's the perfect. You don't have to split up on the roller coasters. No, no. Don't have to split up in Disney world. So we're good. Nice. Hopefully she can use use McGraw. Yes. (laughs) So what's crazy about McGraw. I, I was probably like 14. And I, I had, I felt like I had a dream or something happened and I was like, I'm, uh, I'm going to have a boy this. and his name's going to be McGraw, oh. which goes to show you don't like look too far into your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's it's so a, funny. <laughs> they're not all visions. Some of them are just wild, <laughs> just <dreams>. wild, <laughs> not in the cards. Or maybe we were supposed to name like Clea McGraw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's not exactly a trip. No. Yeah. Trip Wayne, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Love trip. Okay, Blair. So the other one was Trip. So we thought Drew, our third baby girl, that Brooke. So Brooke was pregnant with her. 
Um, this was not an adoption. It's not like we were like, whoa, we thought this was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were an adoption. You lied to us. <laughs> we yeah. thought that there was a chance it was a boy because I was way, like I wasn't near as sick. So then we were like, oh, it could be a well, boy. And they were like, dude, she's weighing however many pounds. Mm-hmm. If she oh, goes full term. They thought she was giant. We yeah. all thought boy. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so we pretty much only could come up with really good boy names. We hope that was a sign. <laughs> And Drew came out. <laughs> I was in shock. Were you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And then we fought about the girl name because I was like, I wanted a boy. Uh-huh. So I don't want to name it a boy name. Uh, yeah. I was kind of mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were all on board for Drew. But man, she came out. She had the extreme dowd pouty lip. <laughs> <laughs> and then you started pouting. With yeah. Your lip. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a boy. That's the most Drew face I've ever seen. <laughs> That's hilarious. What's cute though is Drew is 100% boy. Like she's yeah, all she wants yeah. to do is play ball. Yeah. She's yeah. very butch. She's, <laughs> she's so she cute, not. but she is all she's into the boy softball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She's going to love gonna- the softball. <laughs> She'd be up there waddling around him and you softball. <laughs> One of these days. Ew, man. We, I really wanted the name Braven. Ooh. Yeah, and you were not into it. I wanted to call him Brave. Oh, cute! I never oh. even actually heard that. <gasps> Brave. We have a lot of names. I just pulled up our list. The, yeah, Hardy. Oh, oh I liked Hardy. Yeah. That we were gonna do one. Hardy for that a while. Pretty, yeah. Stone. That's my some grandma's maiden name. We were gonna do Stone. Ooh. It's also, but I couldn't get past like Stoner. Yeah. yeah, we had, remember Uncle Clay's friend Stone? Yeah. He had the shell necklace. Oh, we thought my. he was the coolest guy. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Stone. He was like a drifter. Yeah. He, was he was like a, drifter. a cowboy drifter. <laughs> yeah. Stoner. Yeah, like wore like Hollister <laughs> jeans and yep. yeah, white you, beaters. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. With a shell necklace. Like everybody sh- can picture this guy. Yeah. Great hair. <laughs> super good Stone. bull riding Always body. Tan. Always tan. Bull riding body. <laughs> you like step into a character when you have some of these names. Yeah. Yeah. For a girl, I really wanted the name Wilson. Oh, Wilson, yeah. I love Wilson. That's oh, that cute. is cute. Yeah. That's, Guys, this is weird. We're names. talking about Mila. baby names as if they are something of the past. I know. I know. That's kind of sad. It is kind of sad looking at, oh, I really wanted the name Indiana, but you were never into it. Indy. Oh, Indiana really is Indy. a good one. Yeah. Indiana. I love a long, pretty name and then a cute, short sure. name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Indiana so full name, Indiana. Bliss Dowd. Bliss? Bliss. Polis, Indianapolis. Oh. You can do Bliss. I was not getting that. I'm yeah. sorry. Indianapolis. Like <laughs> pure bliss. Her middle name is Bliss. bliss. <laughs> Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good what question, Blair. What other ones Blair? did we have? That was a good question. I like Connie P. Their oh. little, little boy. He yeah. is cute. I know. He is precious. I miss them so much. You know what's sad is we don't like all of our college buddies. Like they're having kids. I know. Like my buddy Micah has four or five kids of his own. Yeah. Never met any of them. Let's throw a reunion together. Maybe we should have <laughs> a big family, a, a family blowout reunion. at the, at the church. Nellie goes to Muffins with Moms. Just well, we're kind of wanting to do the whole foster care. I can't drop it like on Muffins Easter, with Moms. Yeah. Easter thing oh, for yeah. families. Yeah. Maybe okay. we should invite all families okay. out at the land. Let's do it. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's throw a big party. Get the reek wagon out here. Mm. I guess Man, that would be more than fall. Hay rides. You do hay rides in the spring? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Still fun and festive. 
Hmm. Okay, you want to talk about foster care? Let's, Let's do, do it, it babe. Ugh. I'm Let's ready for this wow. one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. She's so stretching. Nervous. She must not have flowers. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it's morning time. I still need to do like my morning stretches. Yeah. Okay, guys. So should I be the person that's like getting you host us? Rapid fire, bro. Rapid fire. I'm ready. Do a hot round. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So huh? let's start with. You can just ask what. Got you inspired to think the foster care route or kind Was of how did your idea. story? <laughs> how did your Seemed story? like a good idea at the time. <laughs> so um, that is like such a loaded question. It's a great question and I like it when people ask it. But, but we're not going to answer. Nope. <laughs> but it drives me nuts because I'm like, well, do you have three hours? Because right, I don't. Right. There's like so many things throughout my life that I could think like foster care like mm-hmm. oh that's what god was preparing my heart for yeah hmm. like when i was like seven or eight we oh, had we're way back buckle yeah. up Sorry. listeners <laughs> buckle up no we 30 had 30 minutes later it's like and then when i turned 11 it was reaffirmed <laughs> that feeling was still I'm, there. Not gonna Stuffy. I'm not gonna do that i adopted I'm just so many stuffies when i was a baby oh so. my word I was, I, just, I was the best foster mom. I had all these little baby dolls. This little puppy that we found. <laughs> no, we had like a, a family at our church who had like, I don't know, two families separated, whatever. Uh, a little girl needed a place, like a safe place to stay. And she came and stayed at our house for like two weeks. It was That's super cool. random. That's Never cool. saw her again. Yeah. But it was like my first little dose of like, I think my parents even talked about it then. Like, should we be foster parents? But then she huh. left and broke our hearts and we were like, no, <laughs> don't <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> um, but when we got married, adoption, like my brother had adopted, my sister had adopted, my dad was adopted. People w- wouldn't ask us like, when are you having kids? Mm-hmm. They would ask us, when are you guys adopting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And my <laughs> first reaction was always like, probably never. I just don't know that God's going to call us to that. Cause yeah. I know like what a calling that is. Yeah. And I just was like, I don't, I mean, I'd be open to it, but I'm, I'm not feeling that right now. So yeah. adoption was like, not in our path at all. I don't think was it on your radar. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. And then there was the summer before you guys announced that you were adopting Mm -hmm. that I am a NICU nurse and I up there, we have like just kind of waves of people that come through. Sometimes you have like a wave of full-term sick kids, a wave of like 30 weekers. This wave this summer was like, we had all these like drug withdrawal babies. And so a lot of times when um, that happens, they are, sometimes sent to foster care or sent to like a kinship placement. Um, and so I was kind of introduced the first time to like really biological moms and like their struggle. And so how, like when DCF comes up to the NICU, we're like interviewing the mom and, um, just kind of seeing that process, like from the beginning kind of softened my heart to biological moms because they, initially felt like so horrible. Like I didn't know that my addiction was going to cause this in my baby. And I didn't know. And like, if you're a biological mom and when you have your baby, like you, that bond is something that like, you can't really explain. You can't anticipate that bond. And so when you see your baby like laying in a crib, going through withdrawals for something that you did, like Mm -hmm. all their sins are just like laid out in this baby. Like Mm -hmm. they have 
all this regret, all this remorse, and they want to turn their life around and um, like do better for their child. So just like watching moms kind of go through that definitely softened my heart um, to biological moms and like wanting to build like a better support system for them. Mm -hmm. Like I just, once the foster moms would come up to meet the baby that they were going to take home was probably one of the ickiest feelings Mm -hmm. I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Cause they, let's say for example, this baby's name is like princess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not a name you're excited to name your baby, but this biological mom named her princess. Mm -hmm. This is all made up by the way. This is a fake story, but like, (laughs) Sparkles. Yeah, one with a stripper name. Well, uh, but that's kind of the close. route yeah. that sometimes they go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not an uncommon name. Um, Peaches. Peaches. Yeah. <laughs> Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. I don't know. There's just like, there's some names out there. And so a foster mom will be like, okay, now this is Princess. Um, she eats this, this, this many times a day. And the foster mom right away is like, oh, that's not her name. I'm not calling her that. You oh said the words. foster mom. Yes. You mean the bio mom at the beginning? No, the bio mom names her princess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the foster mom comes in yeah. and I introduce her to princess mm-hmm. and the foster mom right away. Search changing stuff. Is like, no, that's not her name. I'm not going to call her that. I'm like, it is her name. That's what her mom named her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what you have need to call her. Like yeah. I would get yeah. so defensive. Yeah. Like, yep. no, you have to call her this. That's, <laughs> this is not your yeah. baby. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and so yeah, right away start changing things. And the, and they're always saying, I'm going to love this baby for as long as I can. But really in their heart, they're saying, I want to adopt this baby. This mm-hmm. baby is like mm-hmm. now mine. And they already just take this ownership. And so mm-hmm. from the get go, I just felt like biological moms did not have anybody on their side mm-hmm. because the, the social worker is standing right there like, yeah, okay. You don't have to call her princess, call her yeah. little yeah. P, call her whatever you want. Like, yeah. I'm like, Whoa, this, this mom has nobody on her side, nobody mm-hmm. helping her. And mm-hmm. here I am feeding her this, like, you can do this. You're a good mom. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can get back on the right track, like take the classes and, and mm-hmm. take the, um, you know, drug tests and get clean. And like, you can do this. And then, you know, the state shows up and like, nobody's supporting her. So that was like, really breaking my heart all summer. And, um, mm-hmm. then you guys announced you were adopting and I'm like, I, my mind's just like turning yeah, yeah, <laughs> all these yeah. wheels are turning. Um, and I felt like God was going to call us to foster care. Yeah. And I remember telling you that. Yeah. We told that story. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, what scares you? Yeah. 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 And yeah. then you jump, you jumped in. Well, yeah. uh, <clears throat> if I can jump in, cause I haven't heard that part of your story. Yeah. Like I, I, I've heard you talk about, Oh, that's about, right. You didn't go to the, to no, the, I didn't go to the women's conference. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wasn't there. All the things you dragged me to. That one, I, I got out of. I ended up there. That <laughs> yeah. was great. No, it was great. It was it, great. It was, it was great. I was, I'm glad. Be the, the only guy there. <laughs> no, they actually did have guys like helping, which was kind of cool. But Yeah. Uh, nice save. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I forgot you guy? went or I wouldn't have done that. Um, but yeah, because that's, that's tough seeing that. I think yeah. it's cool, but like hearing that side of your story, like one tip that we could give people is you got to go try to go birth mom first. Like yeah. You, yeah. it's got to be a calling to not just have a bait. Like you've got to, you've got to fall in love with the birth mom. You, you got to have a, a heart to serve and, and want the best for them. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're approaching it the wrong way, it, it will feel icky. And, yeah. and that's the, that's not the way God designed it. Yeah. And that, that could and maybe will be your baby, mm-hmm. but still it's, it, it's, it's an unfortunate situation that God is mending. Yeah. And so 
You yeah, have to be of, team mom first. You yep. do. Yep. You do. And you, it definitely has to be a calling. Cause Thank if you, you should have just said that and cut me off. Sorry. Team, team mom. mom. Yeah. Team mom. Bro. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to get to. I just couldn't just, quite get over this, this one like mental hurdle. You got me there. You got me there. And it's almost like if, if you can't even in your mind get to team mom, it may not be for you yeah. because yeah. if that's not your number one passion is her finding Jesus, her getting her life back on track, her taking the classes, it, you know, it's, yep. it's almost like you don't really quite get it. Mm -hmm. Cause this baby that you're going to bring home, that's her, that's her biological mom yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. to love this baby properly. You want the best for her, for her yeah. bio mom too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's tough. It is it's, tough. It's really hard. I mean, I, there's all sorts of studies and statistics out there about like kids doing better when they're in their biological home. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's not the case if it's not healthy and safe right, and all right. that. But I, I don't know. I don't know the, the science behind it. Yeah. But yeah, faced same. with like those statistics and then um, reading Megan's book, she talks about it too. Yep. Um, Miracle on Voodoo Mountain. Yeah. If you guys haven't read that yet, what are you even doing listening to this podcast? Oh, yeah. Just go read that book. That is a good... It's on Audible. Oh. Yeah, have them read that. Yeah. Um, we okay. read that right before we were going to adopt, well, right? Well, that's why we were we were all reading it for some mm -hmm. reason. That was one of the adoption books that we were supposed to read before mm -hmm. Remy came. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the Zoe's House owner has a really good one, too. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name, but we oh. can maybe Adopted find it. Adopted for Life? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that was is another that one we yeah. were reading. I think that's it. That one was really, really good. Um, yeah. You want the rest of this, Dina? That was um, cool hearing that. I didn't, I haven't heard that. Yeah. So we can story. fast forward a little bit to like classes and stuff. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then we sign up for the foster care classes, which was like one night a week for a couple hours for 10 weeks. And that alone for us to commit to something like that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. We're like young, no responsibilities. But like, we're like, yeah, we have a free Tuesday night. I think we can do it. Go, we were going to go learn. Let's go learn yeah, more yeah. about foster care. And yeah. then we'll see. We'll see what goes. We, we hadn't decided quite yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we go in, I think at the fifth week, we had a conversation driving home of like, okay, where are you at with this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I asked you that. And in my head, I already knew where I was at, but yeah. I needed to figure out where you were at because yeah. <laughs> I felt called and you were just being a good supportive man and just like jumped in right. with yeah. me. Right. And you were like, well, we can't not do it at this point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. So we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we're five weeks in. We yeah. gotta do it. We gotta Be do committed. It. Now, mind you, these classes were terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, because talk about that. The first lady who spoke, who was kind of like our foster mama guide for 10 weeks, we loved her. But she was like, Yeah, I've had 150 kids throughout my home. We're like, What? Holy smoke. I'm How? not, I don't think I'm going to sign up for that. Yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> um, and then, but she's like, And I've also adopted, you know, like eight. And we're like, Okay, that's a lot. And I, that was a very common theme. In some of the like veteran foster moms. And we just didn't feel like that was going to be us, but mm -hmm. we did feel like, okay, we need to prepare our house for like a f cycling kids mm -hmm. through because mm -hmm. the whole goal was reintegration. And mm -hmm. that is where um, the child goes back home to their biological family. So we we're all in for reintegration. That was our goal from the get go. And it also and you guys were, you guys, you guys yeah. were 
Yeah. That was plan A. Oh yeah. We were also n- open to adoption too yes. as well. We you were, were. Uh, there were couples there that all they wanted to do was adopt. Mm-hmm. And, and probably mindset, adopt a baby. And adopt yeah. a baby. Yep. If your mindset's that, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. We can talk about that too. You really wanted babies too. Yeah. I mean, we were young. Yeah. 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 We were starting. I had so like no baby fever yeah. whatsoever. And I think working in the huh. NICU, I hear all these crying babies and I'm like, I, I, you know, that's like 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no sleep for those, those parents. I was like, I, I do not like, want a baby. Originally that was where my mindset was. Yeah. I mean, they quickly change it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's everybody that kind of jumps in. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of wanted more like two and older. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why I thought two was a good age. <laughs> Yeah. I just want to go to two. You might as well go older. to four. Yeah. I remember you, you wanted them to be out of <laughs> diapers as much as possible. And to be able to communicate with me a little yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 Because how scary for a one-year-old to leave and I don't know anything about them. Mm-mm. How would I even like soothe them? Yep. I don't know if they want a passy or if a diaper change. I don't like yeah, yeah. that just freaked me out. So yeah. yeah. Really, I think we wanted, yeah, more like four and older. <laughs> I did anyways. Yeah. I think four <laughs> to ten is what we applied for. Yeah. Ages four to ten. Yep. Um, what was the, what was the most challenging hurdle? So after you decided what, what, like, what was the hardest thing right after that? Like, okay, we've decided we're going to do this. Was it then, I mean, how, how does it work? So you're, you're, you're then active. Yeah. Well, one of the hardest parts was we were renovating a house at the time and yeah, living in getting it. Getting our house ready. And so <clears throat> your guys' home study was easy. Ours was a little bit more difficult yeah, yeah. because we had tool like like a room full of tools. Yeah. I remember yeah. this. And so yeah. Um we had to put like gates up everywhere. Yeah. Social worker shows up and seems like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but really, like even that, they were fine with this is it. Not they where were she'll like, be sleeping. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> They, they were, they'd walk through and we'd have a screwdriver sitting out and they'd be like, I mean, obviously when a kid comes home, like this has to be cleaned up. We're like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And like, they were pretty fine with it. And like we had like, I'm like, this will be done by this date. Yeah. (laughs) So that helped. I mean, we had one room that was all power tools. Bathroom. Yeah. You just walk around pointing out your flaws. Yeah. I'm going to get to that. Don't worry. That's nice because... Like your rails have to be a certain measurement and like your porch has to be. I'm like, tell us now while we're redoing it. You have to have like a, a gate on your front porch. Oh wow. my gosh. Yes. Which One of our stories. I remember Do that. you remember this? Mm-mm. We had a home study oh, yeah. um, on like a Tuesday. I come home from work on a Monday and Rustin has taken off our entire front step porch, which is like five or six steps. It's a big job yeah, yeah. took off all the steps i was like oh what did you just do i'm like there's a gaping hole off our porch <laughs> well you couldn't get on the front porch unless you like did it yeah we had to go through the back door <laughs> call that a muscle up <laughs> get on my back yeah so we had to we had a huge hole the next day we have a home study yeah but you got it done i did yeah. you had like all tuesday morning and you got it. you built us stairs <laughs> I, uh, but we was, had stuff like that throughout the whole 10 yeah. week process. I mean, I was going to just do, I think there was a couple of rotted boards, yeah. but then I'm like the whole thing just needs Once to be you replaced. Got it, you're like, I'm just going to redo the whole thing. Yeah. That is a good point though, that our home studies are probably polar opposite because when a social worker comes to our house, like we're, that's our baby that we're going to have, you know yeah. what I mean? With yeah. you guys, they don't know how long you're going to. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, well, 
do we need this for a 10 year old or because some of the things were like for baby proofing yep. and we're like well we're just doing like older kids so we don't need to baby proof yeah. but you have yeah. to do everything yep. yeah and they then don't, they don't care if you're only going to take big kids you yeah. gotta have okay yeah yeah everything has to be buttoned up that was i, I would say most people aren't going to have issues with that though yeah people have a normal like home most, environment <laughs> i mean we bought yeah it was yeah. a hundred year old home right yeah. renovating we made it stressful on ourselves but yeah yeah it, that shouldn't have been the hardest thing but it no, was it was yeah <laughs> um but like from start to finish we started classes in january and then by august we got our first like phone call so that's yeah. eight months oh yeah yeah so that's the same as like preparing for a baby yeah <gasps> Which that whole like mindset was just kind of different because we were expecting parents, but not like really. I didn't know it took that long. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like it was that long. We were certified by May. But then I don't know, the license like through the state, I guess, like took longer time. Yeah, I kind of do remember being like, hey, have we got any calls yeah. going? Yeah. 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 It took a little bit. Yeah. I think June we were like active and then, or July we were active and then August we finally started getting phone calls. Our very first, and it is like tons of paperwork too, getting into foster care. And our very first phone call, Zoe, this is Zoe's like favorite story. <laughs> our very first phone call, they were like, hey, we've got um, a sibling set of two little boys and one is two and one is four. And I was like, oh, I got like super excited because I thought I was going to be a boy mom. That's what oh, my mom told yes. me. You're yeah. going to be a boy mom. I can just tell. So I was like, yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to have all these boys coming through. <sighs> and so um, we get this phone call. Two year old and four year old boy. They're Hispanic. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this so is like cute. sounding cuter and cuter yes, all the time. Yes. And, um, they're like new into care and they need a home. And then she's like, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. All of this is like checking our boxes. And then she's like, okay. And now you guys are bilingual, right? Oh, I was like, what? I, I think I put, I put like, I took Spanish three in high school or something. <laughs> I'm like, we filled out all this paperwork and you have in your system that I'm bilingual. Are you kidding me? It's like, no, we're not bilingual. I'm like, is that, important? <laughs> is that important? Is that important to these children? Would they be scared if I only speak English? How old were they? Two, Two and four. four. Little well, you boys. Made that work? I think so. I probably spoke just as much Spanish. That's true. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, I don't think like, that's going to work. Nueva papa. Estoy bien mamá. That's really good, man. All right. You should have taken them. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> People would have been like, what's. what's <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So we had to say no to that one. And then like a couple days later, we got another phone call um, about two little girls, five and seven, eating popcorn in the office. Aww. And they they needed a they place to stay that yeah. night. Yes. Gonna make me cry. Normally uh-huh. they give you like a couple days warning. I remember that. But some things happened and they and needed they a place to stay that night. Very temporary. Like two weeks. Yeah. Because they were a sibling set. And you're and like, this will be a good, like, we'll ease, us ease in. into yes, it. Yes. Two weeks. I was like, we know that we're not going to get what attached. Are their, what are their details? Try to remember everything they, they said. 
Um, I I won't share yeah, too much because yeah. it that's too too. So I mean, okay, I'll just say like sibling set of four. Yeah. Two of the older sisters need a place to stay tonight. The younger two have a place right now. Um, it would just be for a couple of weeks because we're looking for a home to get them all back together. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, okay, like Perfect. we're a maybe. And, and we knew we couldn't take all four. So that's yeah. where we're like, okay, this yeah. is. Yeah. So I called Rustin. We met up for lunch. I said, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And then I think we went to the store and bought a booster seat. And then we called him and said, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we can come pick them up. And so we went. So oh. I go to pick them up at the KVC office. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, KVC is who we went through. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's an important detail. Yeah. yeah. Um, we went to the KVC office, picked them up, and they just had like two or three giant like black trash bags of all their stuff, all their clothes, all their toys, books, backpacks, Mm. everything was like in these trash bags. Mm. And so me and this caseworker, I like, I walk in and I'm like, hi, I don't even know where to go. It's like a weird waiting room area with like all these other biological parents who are there for visits. Yeah. So that is also where like visits happen is that same office. So I walk into this office. I'm like, and they know instantly I think just by looking at me, they're like, are you Brie? I'm like, yeah, they're like, come with us. And so like, I don't even know which kids are, are my kids that yeah. I'm taking in my car. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So I like grab their trash bags. I throw them in the back. And then like, finally the girls like are walked out with a caseworker and they just like hop in my car. Like, I, I mean, introductions barely like, <laughs> The caseworker was like, that one's, that one's Janaya, that one's Zoe. I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, wait, how do you say their names again? Because <laughs> Zoe wait, was no. a different, yeah, Zoe yeah. was a different name at the yeah. time. Um, and so it was kind of like hard to pronounce and hard to spell. And, um, but then Zoe hopped in the back of the trunk of my car. Like uh, I had an SUV, so it's not like a trunk, but like the back. Yes. She hopped in the back and threw Janiya her trash bag in, hopped back in there, hopped in the back. And I was like, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> so I have a booster seat up there for you. And she's like, nope, I'm going to ride right here. <gasps> and I was like, OK. And I look at her sister. Her sister is in her seat, buckled, like waiting, yep. perfectly yep. patient, ready to go. Yep. If you know my kids, this is uh-huh. matching up very well. And. Yeah, Zoe's just like, nope, I'm going to ride back here. And just like staring at me, just biggest smile. Like, like, she's not being mean about yeah, it at yeah, all. Just yeah. like, this is where I'm going to sit. Put my booster right here. I'm going to sit back here. I'm like, okay. oh boy. And Wait. I looked at Janai. I said, is she always like this? She goes, yep. I'm like, all right. Here we go. So yeah. that was just like the most surreal moment. It was like picking up these girls. Well, and at that time they didn't even, cause they on the drive home, they asked, where are you taking us? They, they thought, thought I was the transporter. Oh, no. I was like, well, you're coming to my house. And they were like, okay. And then, then where are we going? I was like, well, I, I don't know how to say this. I was just like, I couldn't get the words out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're staying with um, us. I'm your new foster mom. <laughs> they were like, oh, okay. And they were like, do you have any kids? Those are some surreal words to they, say. Yes, like, I just loud. was like, I've Did never Zoe said this before. Yeah, Zoe said, do we have any kids at our house? Aww. I said, <laughs> no. And they were like, looked so disappointed. And oh. I was like, is that a problem? <laughs> like, we're fun. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like okay, dance. when we get home, we got to go to the park. We got to order pizza. We got to yeah, do all this yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. So I stopped on the way home, stopped at McDonald's, got them Happy Meals. And then we went to the park. Went to the park. They came yeah. home. They wanted to change their clothes. I started so much laundry because oh. it was oh, not good smelling trash bags. Oh. 
Yeah, that was our introduction wow. to foster care. Wow. Two weeks. We're and just going to have them for two weeks. Yeah, I remember that night, all of us, like, I know your mom did this too. It was not just me admitting it, but oh yeah, we like tried to sneak by, drive by, yeah. see if we could see any of the blinds open because we wanted to give you guys like your first night, but we wanted to see so yeah, many. Yeah, we did oh, a yeah. few drive-bys. Yes, that was so fun. <laughs> Yeah, and that was at the time where, like, we couldn't post pictures. Uh-uh. I wasn't even sure if we were allowed to send pictures. Yeah, yeah. And, like, introducing your foster children to your family is, like, kind of a big deal, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, For you guys to, like, like, your hearts are going to get broken in two weeks when they leave. Yeah. And yeah. also for them, like, this is scary. Exciting on our family's end, mm-hmm. but scary on their yep. end. So it was kind of a hard balance of mm-hmm. like, yeah. all right, like pace yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, don't be too excited. Just act normal. Like, <laughs> play it cool when you come over. You did a good job, though. You texted us and kind of outlined like, hey, here's what they're going through. Yeah. And here's what we would like. And but yeah, I mean, our, our family already comes on strong. So it's Whoa. it's very hard. Yeah. yeah, I think we we uh, took a couple days, I think, to introduce to everybody. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It was wild. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. They, yeah. Most well-adjusted girls. Like, yeah. they had I to. was ready for like holding them all night, crying mm-hmm. and all this like stuff. And mm-hmm. nope, they felt. I mean, Zoe hopped up on my lap. I remember reading yep. her book the first night. Yep. Wow. Yep. Zoe's the Kinda most happy-go-lucky little bouncy girl. Mm-hmm. Janiya's like. She's got to figure you out. Yeah. She she does. Yeah. But she's, she's very mature and super emotionally intelligent. Protective. She is. Protective big sister. Oh, yep. Will knock Zoe off her seat in a heartbeat, but will do the same if somebody tries to exactly. cross her. Yeah. yeah Only I get to do that. Yeah. To exactly. Her. And so. Yeah. So. Okay. So remind me what. What time of year was this? This is August. August. This is, they just missed the first day of school. Yeah. August so, 18th. So you guys yeah, jumped, 17th. you jumped right 17th. into school stuff. And, yes. I thought it was summer because I remember school had already started. Yep. Classic uh, rubber boots picture when yep. she's five. Yes. That's what she That's came to her Tall house. black leather boots. Her. That is what she wanted to wear every single day. <laughs> these tall black leather uh-huh. boots. And with summer dress, I mean the fanciest summer dresses mm-hmm. that you've ever seen. Um <laughs> Which is kind of so. Cute. Yeah, then She's I had to like call the school and get them enrolled, and they only missed the first couple of days. So like the first full week, they were enrolled, ready to go. And so like Zoe's in kindergarten, never <sighs> been to school before. Which we didn't know how big of a deal that was because yeah. we're we're I, new to this. I yeah, did yeah. a little bit just I because like I knew the next year Everly would be going to kindergarten her first oh, year, yeah. like my niece. Yeah. And I I remember being like, this isn't fair that I am dropping her off for her first day of school. Yeah. Yeah. Like her yeah. first day of school ever and her mom's not here. I, I felt like Aww. just so much guilt for all these things. And then yeah. a week later, she loses her tooth for the first time. I just was like, oh, this isn't like yeah. I captured every moment. Like yeah. I got to send this to her mom. I'll call mm-hmm. her and we'll tell her about it. And yeah. Um, yeah. Then we started doing like visits and then I would I met their mom. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. I haven't really thought this far ahead. Like how personal do we get with this? What do you mean? How personal? I guess I'll just kind of keep it like generic, but yeah. like I, I, we would go to every visit. Yeah. It was once a week, which isn't always normal. If no. you are doing it, we mm-hmm. highly recommend going. You just learn so much Oh yeah. when yeah. you're there. And mm-hmm. you kind of get put in your kids shoes a little bit too. Um, so, okay. Here's what happens for visits is, um, KVC, if it's safe, they're required to have the biological family meet with the kids 
um, usually like once a week. And so what you can do, because we lived in Paola, their visits were in Kansas City. Someone can come pick them up. A transporter who works for KVC can come pick them up, take them to the visit and then bring them back home. At the beginning, I was like, I am not doing that. I am going to every visit. I'm going to meet their mom and I'm going to be there when they have to say goodbye to their mom. And like, I should be with the kid. Like that was our whole thing. Like we want to make a safe home where the kids are like loved or thriving Mm -hmm. and not just like another foster kid. We don't want them to ever feel like a foster kid. They're going to feel stable and whole when they're with you. As much as you can, because the roller coaster of being in the system is just unfair to kids. And so they don't have kids in mind at all (laughs) because first of all, why would a kid be transported all the way to Kansas city? Why wouldn't a transporter bring the mom mom. out here? Yeah. You know, like just that whole thing (laughs) is like so backwards to me. Like, so they have to leave school early to go make this visit. And I'm like, they're already so backwards. (laughs) This is not have the kids in mind at all. So I'm like, I'll pull them out of school. I'll do all of that. Um, so we did that, which was really good for the, for me to meet their mom, kind of like put some things together. And then that is where our relationship with, um, their mom started mm-hmm. and like our bond grew really strong. She started to trust us. She asked, uh, and like, she knew I was all about reintegration because I would ask her like, how are classes going? How are you getting like stuff checked off your list of what you need to do? And, um, and I would tell her like, Hey, or I'd ask her advice. Hey, like, what do I do with their hair? What kind of lotion do you put on them? Like what mm-hmm. all these kind of things would help grow our bond. Um, mm-hmm. like humbled me for sure. And then helped her like get some trust in us mm-hmm. a little bit. We met their dad. Um, what else? And we told the girls the same thing. Like, I think that helped. They're already, their guards already up. And so like letting them know, Hey, we're here to help you guys get back together. Yeah. We're a part of your guys' story. We're not your mom and dad. You already have one of those, but we're going to help you, you know, as a team get back yeah. to where it's safe. Um, and I think that helped. Same thing with their, their parents. They were like, how do we know we can trust these two white people to take care of our kids yeah. when the whole KVC system felt like they were <laughs> against them the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they, cause we have a, our own social worker and then, the biological family has their own social worker. And so even then, like, I don't know if they're always on the mom's team. Not only that, they're, that turnover is so high. Like you're constantly getting new social workers. Oh yeah. So it's just tough to yeah. get everybody on the same page. Yeah. We went through a lot of social workers for mm-hmm. the girls. Yeah. That's, um, a heavy, that's a heavy time. Yeah. There was lots of like court dates. Um, and we would attend every single one of those and that helped us build a relationship with the judge and the lawyers. Um, your kids are appointed a lawyer. We were appointed. No, we didn't have one. Just the kids and the mom. They each had their own lawyer, which they don't know anything about the case until the five minutes before the court date. They walk in. Oh, you're the foster parents. Okay, cool. And then we finally like pulled our GAL aside, our guardian ad litem. That's for the kids. Mm-hmm. And we like would talk to her like, how is this going? How's reintegration going? Cause we were told two weeks, it's been six months. This is our first court date. Like, how's this going? What do we need to do to help the mom? And so she knew right away we were team mom. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of in the court, it came, 
to like, they would ask us questions That's what I'm saying. and ignore the social workers because we were mm. the most stable people in the room. Mm. We were wow. the most like consistent people. So after like a year, they would just ignore the social workers and because they would come to us for updates. It could have been a th- the third or fourth social worker yeah. on the case. Right, that's true. Yeah. So it's like, are we going to start over again? So but they the would, attorneys they would start their little routine. Were the same yeah, throughout. the attorneys were the same. Which is huge. They'd start their little thing in court and then the social worker would stand up and say, well, mom didn't show up for this and this and this visit. And I would be like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. There's a story for that. Like uh, we had to cancel one then she had to cancel one. I'm like, it's only, she's only missed one. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. a, not that as dramatic as the social worker is making it sound. Yeah, yeah. So like we would have to like stand up and be like, hold on. That's, that's not the full and we story. We don't know the training for the social workers. I know they're kind of shining a bad light, but they're also like comparing I feel like sometimes they feel like it's their job to take this kid and give them the best life possible. Yep, yep. And when you compare, you know, the biological mom and that, wherever they're at in life compared to the foster, most of the time it's going to be night and day difference. So yeah. they're like, obviously they're better over here. Yeah. So they're trying to almost manipulate it. Yeah. 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 To get what they think is best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which isn't right, but it, I get yeah. how it happens. Yeah. 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 The, the social worker, the job of the social worker is very difficult, but we just felt like we needed to be I mean, whatever team yeah. mom. We can yeah. say that a hundred yeah. times, but yeah. So yeah, that was definitely surreal too. We're like, wow, now all of a sudden we're, we're going to court. I've yes. never been to court in my life. I'm like, what do we wear? How does this work? Mm-hmm. I mean, the judge even knew us. Like yeah. I remember at the very, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but That's at fine. the very end, that last court hearing, yeah. he like even said, you guys have been here since day one, yeah. which was, yeah. I'll let you finish the story, but it was two years of process. Right? Yeah. I mean, Man. I will say that like, all those relationships from the beginning that we started in the end helped us bring Janai and Zoe home mm-hmm. because like with the biological mom, with the lawyers kind of, I mean, go through that though. Cause we yeah. okay. like explain what you're so trying to say. There. After like a year, they started doing home visits. They would stay for weekends, mm-hmm. which was really, really tough. So that um, means mom's doing better. She's mm-hmm. got, you know, these seven things They're getting to getting closer to going home. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they would go stay for weekends. And that's just like a really tough adjustment on kids for sure. Like living in two different homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, divorced kids struggle with the same thing. It's that, but on an extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would drop the girls off Friday. They would be, you know, the two girls we know on Monday, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which different is kids. hard. Fair. Yeah. 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 Fair. Um, yeah. So we did that for a few months and then something happened and then weekend visits were like off, off the table. We're not doing that anymore. Right. Yeah. I thought it was, we, they were doing weekends and now we were scheduling a time for them to be go home. Go yes. Home. Oh yeah. Because no, we, that's had right. it, we had to there go was home. A, there was a night where all the laundry was done. Their bags were packed. I moved stuff to their home. Yeah. Cause we actually got to go inside their apartment. For, the, for some of the weekend visits, Russ and I would go drop them off. And so we would bring some of their luggage cause we were starting the transition of yeah. moving them home. Yeah. And which I don't know if is, is normal, but like, I remember no, dropping we were very them off. involved. Like we went in the house, we would sit down. We with hung them. out with their parents. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They, Not, they gave us a tour of their home and we yeah. sat on their couches, which is like, also can be hard. I remember like Zoe was like, 
please leave. Yeah. Like, I mean, she yes. didn't say that, but like her body language She's like, was you, like, this isn't the part where you guys belong here. Yes. Yeah. You belong yeah. at that other house. Yeah. Which yeah. I get that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Yes. But yeah. as their other parents, we were struggling. Like you don't have bed sheets. All. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no pillowcases, honey. I taught, I taught you, we put pillowcases on our pillows, like yeah. all these little things. And I, we didn't really talk about that for the whole year that we had them. We knew how short term it was. And so we were trying to really embed a lot of crucial like yep. hygiene things mm-hmm. and cooking also like spiritual things <laughs> and cooking, like taking care of yourself. Yes. Cleaning. Like, like I know when reintegration happens, it doesn't mean their whole life is, is now like a hundred percent better. Mm-hmm. She's still going to have to like find her own lunch and wake herself up for school. Yep. And so like teaching her about time and alarm clocks yeah. and Here's, we would make little charts. Here's what you do in the morning. You brush your teeth, you change your clothes, you change your underwear and you yeah. go to school. And like this is, and then at night you do the same thing. Put on clean jammies, mm-hmm. brush your teeth, mm-hmm. how, how to do the laundry. They've been doing their own laundry since I've met, like we taught yeah. them yeah. right away. Yeah. Um, here are easy meals you can make, grilled cheese, <laughs> quesadillas. Yeah. Um, yeah. if you only have like these ingredients at home, here's what you can do. Um, so yeah, we've been, we try to teach them all that kind of stuff from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like all the Jesus stuff too. Like yes. we, I remember, I remember our first Easter with them. I was like, this is our only chance. Yes. We really yes. have to bring it home. And that's what, that's <laughs> what the I feel so bad because the biggest day. You guys were always so rushed in your parenting. You're like, okay, this is the last time we're going to get to say this. Yep. So let's make it count. Yep. This is the last time we're going to get to teach this. And remember Christmas, um, their first Christmas, I was like, guys, all of every single Christmas song is terribly depressing. I'll be home I'll be for home Christmas. For, yep. Don't you dare play that on your radio. I'm like, you, everybody get that off your playlist right now. I'm like, this yes. is the saddest They're all song. about home. Yeah. Yes. You're just on and, edge the whole time, making oh, sure you're doing the right oh, thing. Oh, I was so panicked. I'm like, this is all so triggering. Oh. Everything is about being at home for Christmas. Oh I'm like, this is don't miserable. Have time to have eggs this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we had to change everything about every holiday. We were just like, yeah, we were nervous wrecks. Yeah, and yeah. we're just very, yeah, they're fragile. You yeah, know? yeah. Fragile little moments. You guys, you did, you did really good though. Like from, from an outsider's perspective, you went from, from not never being any a children. parent <laughs> to jumping into arguably one of the most difficult times of raising preteen kids. Like yeah. from five to like nine is, is tough. Yeah. And you guys jumped right into that. Yeah. So not only did you have all of that plus school, yeah. plus all the things you're trying to teach them. You also had like, you had the trauma yeah. of what they're going through mm-hmm. emotionally and the, the bedtime routines of making sure they're okay yeah. and answering hard questions. And like whenever, <laughs> yeah, whenever you have an adopted kid, just get prepared for that, 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 like that thing in the back of your mind that you're just like, I wonder when they're going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not when you're ready. Never yeah. when you're ready. Yeah. Always <laughs> when you're getting ready to get Always out for a random birthday party <laughs> in the car before you're going in to meet the in-laws. Like, like you guys had a lot of conversations and, um, I don't know. You, you also instilled a lot of confidence into them. It was pretty cool to watch. You guys, uh, you, you don't get everything right, but you guys, you guys did a lot right. Like you, like, 
Thank you. It was tough. I did not feel that. It no. was tough. <laughs> Looking back. You wow. didn't win the veggie argument with Zoe at the dinner table, but. <laughs> Never. Still don't. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things. I mean, we, we're constantly apologizing to them. They know. They, they know, know now. But she explained, like, you thought you had a finite amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's five, but maybe you say or do or teach something. Something that, that she'll remember when she's 16. Changes yeah. the rest yeah. of her life. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing that when we were getting ready for foster care, I read like an article um, f- written by a former like foster kid. And she said that she was in the system for just like a month and lived in a horrible, horrible home, was in the system for a month, but it was the best month yeah. of her life. She's like, I learned that you have to brush your teeth every day. It was like all these simple little things, but it helped like shape her when she went back to that horrible, horrible home. She was like, I can do this. Like there's another life out there. And I was like, that's what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. We are called to show the kids that doesn't matter like what you're going through at home. Like you can have some control as a Mm seven-year-old. Like, no, I am going to wake myself up every day, go to school and like, it was all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, that helped inspire me a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. On like what our purpose is as a foster parent. Yep. Um, so yeah, then you talk about, we had the going away party. We for had them. a big going away party. Yes. Everyone kind of said goodbye. Yeah. And then a week later we we're like, guess what guys are still here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, like a month later was their court date and they were like, it's looking like they're not going to go home. So. Then we started the two-year process of trying to adopt. There was originally some family members that were going to be able to take the all four siblings. That's right. Yeah. And so that then that was our next goal. Okay, let's get them a let's get them to a permanent home with all four siblings. Yep. And and why did that fall through? That that something when I so they kept saying there's this aunt, there's this aunt. I said who has her number? Yeah. Has anybody called her? Where is this aunt? Where's she been the past year? Yep. We finally call her and I say, Hey, Auntie, <laughs> did you know that your nephew has these kids in care? Nope. Have you met these kids before? I met one. I'm like, Okay. So everyone thinks that you're going to take these kids home. She's, when I called her, she was bulling. She was at her bowling. I know. Room. She's like, <gasps> She was like, I didn't get time for this. We were so nervous for this phone call. We were like, we got to get to know her. She's like, guys, I don't think this is going to, I can if I need to, but like, I, I've not been thinking about this. have been notified. Nothing. Like, thanks KVC. Like I got this. So I called KVC. I'm like, you, she's not ready for this. There's no way. She was what? 65. Mm -hmm. What? Going to take. Um, well, she was at a bowling league. A five-year-old, a seven-year-old, a two-year-old, and an infant? Um, don't think so. I don't think that's safe at all. No. Uh, can, can I jump in yeah, here? Yeah, go for it. So one of the things that you guys did really, really well, and if you're looking at foster care, you can't just take answers or shots on the chin or something as somebody's work. Like, you kind of got to be like... Proactive. Yeah. Like, absolutely. okay, well then, then give me her number. Okay. Well then let me do. Yeah. Cause you have otherwise to push. you're going to feel the system move you just like they are the kids. And that's yeah. not what you're there to do. Yeah. You guys yeah. were grounded and needed answers. Yeah. Right. For the first year, we probably sat back a little bit cause we thought everybody else knows what's going on. And then we but quickly then you realized out, no one knows what's going nobody on. knows what's going on. Yeah. I'm the only one that knows what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And, and you're be- the only two. 
looking out for these yes, two kids. A hundred percent. Correct. Yeah. Um, so she's bowling. <laughs> she's bowling. Yeah. She's a no go. I tell KVC she's a no go. And these social workers are like 12. So they trust me with everything. And like, they're probably not supposed to give me that aunt's number, but they did. Cause they don't know what to do. I they also don't think know too, their though, job. you were like, we went from going home party. Every, everything that happened on biological mom and dad's side that ended that going home, they still were trying to get back on track to, mm-hmm. okay, now we're going to push it out. The going home is going to be this yep, day. Yeah, yep. yeah. And you and I, once it was finally like, okay, there was a point where biological mom said, okay, I can't do this anymore. I think I'm going to, you know, lose my rights. Mm-hmm. Will you take the girls? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Yes. Because I remember for a long time, we, adoption wasn't, we were always we open still to were, it, but we weren't we like. We still are not. We yeah. were like, the best thing for these girls is to be with yeah. all four of their siblings mm-hmm. in yeah. a home together with their family. Yeah. Like that was, yeah. that was it for a long time. Yep. Cause I remember the thought of even having them forever. It, it didn't seem like that no. was what we an were being called. Yeah. We still didn't think it was an option. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and seeing them like in payola, we were like, they're doing well, yeah. but I don't know that this is like the best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We still just like, didn't know. Yeah. Is this the best for them? Yeah. Yeah. What else? Yeah. I mean, I would go to the, I remember the, the call with, I think it was maybe the attorney or when I'm, we were trying to, with the other family that had the other two siblings and they were trying to, Oh yes, at there this was a point fi- yep. we were like, okay, the best thing, the girls aren't going to go back with their biological family. And I remember it, yeah. I, all I could think about was Janiah cannot have another being pulled from somewhere else and introduced to another guy, Yep, yep, yep. another person that's not stable basically. Yeah. Yeah. And not that the adoptive Dad wasn't going to be stable, but yes, but another change, another change She's entering puberty. Yes. And yeah. then Zoe's going to come along after and like, because you guys had a family that was just out of the blue was like, Hey, we would love to take all four. Can we yes. take all four today? Yep. Right now. And that was after two years Yep, of supposedly, 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 <laughs> yes, <laughs> supposedly, 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 um, KVC was supposed to be looking for a house for all four siblings yep. for the past two years. That never was a conversation ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but then, uh, termination of rights happened for the parents. And now all of a sudden they can only be adopted all four of them together. And we were like, you've got to be kidding me. Like yeah. it wasn't in the cards for us. We were like, I know our limits yeah. and, um, I don't think that we can do this. Mm-hmm. However, we can adopt these older too, like for yeah. sure. Yeah. At that point, it just, it felt like everything was so unclear. Oh, we had until Jet that at this point. point. Jet was a year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, they have lived with Jetlin longer than they lived with those biological siblings. Yeah. And like, I get that that's important and we will keep that relationship with whoever adopts them. But that you're going to destroy them. Like yes. at it this just, age. It felt, it felt like in the, that year and a half, they had come so far. Yes. Like yes. They were different girls. And what a huge disruption they were trying to put on the girls. And I mean, we prayed about it a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. Like, are we doing the right thing? Pushing for this. And I, for sure. Felt I, even, that. I even think we asked the girls. 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. we had the conversation we with, with Janiah and that's a great point. Like, because we're, we weren't sure we were like, maybe they do all need to be together. Yeah. But I remember Janiah not wanting to leave our home yeah. and go to start a, over with start another over set of parents and a new school. I, I remember that being a big deal. And when I, when she, and Janiah is so mature, like oh. years and years. So like her saying that I'm like, that became the focus. That's our goal. That's a good point. We were very open and honest the whole with the girls through over. everything. We did yep. not hide a single thing. Mm-mm. If there was a question about court, we told them exactly what they wanted to know. If they asked any questions, we answered it fully. Uh, they were always in the know because we were not going to be another set of adults that were hiding anything from them because yep. that would just hurt our relationship even more. So yeah. we've always been very open and honest with everything that we went through mm-hmm. with the girls. And even to this day, like we still tell them we we're so lucky that we get to be one of your parents. Yeah. Like to yeah. Zoe and Janiah, we're not just their mom and dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're one of them. Yeah. But they had, they already had a mom and dad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we had a big shift of reintegration only. Now we're full on adoption. Like that's our goal. And because we were so team mom at the beginning, we now had the trust of the courts. We had the trust of our girls. We mm-hmm. had the trust of the biological family. Mm-hmm. And we had trust of some of the KVC people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Some KVC people were still fighting against us to get the girls separated because it's the right f- thing to do. It's what they, what the state, like legally you have to I check remember, off. We looked for a family to adopt all four. Yep. You have to check that box. Yeah. But they were, that, that's what they wanted. I, I remember not, I remember threatening to get our own attorney. Yep. Because KVC wasn't doing right by the girls. We finally set a meeting of like three social workers their higher ups and Rustin and I, yeah. and we sat like drove to a meeting. A lot of stuff is over the phone, but we were like, Nope, we're doing an in-person meeting. And I remember holding my baby Jetland standing oh. up in the room being like, you cannot do this to Janiah. You cannot send her to another home. Like it's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. And Rustin was like, we'll get our own attorney. Like I know the state will provide for us an attorney for free. We'll pay for our own and we, mm-hmm. we will make sure these kids come home to us. Because it was like, after you had the conversation mm-hmm. with Janiah, that's when everything switched and you didn't, you like even write a letter. Like oh, yeah. you did something Yeah, like you guys uh, went to her guardian. Ad- 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 I emailed her well, and I was she already like, knew us. you need to know what's going on. Yeah. That they are trying to take these kids to yeah. another home yeah. that they don't even know that's, these people with these siblings. They've hardly ever lived with. Yeah. There's just so many hands in this process. And most of them don't speak to each other. Yep. Yeah. So like that you're, you're explaining multiple f- stories to multiple different people. They're not communicating, s- which the social worker should be doing that. But as the foster parents, yeah. I felt like we were the one, you know, center point to yeah. be able to have the same message delivered to yeah. everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, really so we've had their emails, their contact information from the court for years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, we're pulling them in. Yeah. KVC is trying to check these boxes. And that right away, the guardian of the was like, she's like, that's I'm not on happening. It. That's not happening. Wow. Yep. She's like, you guys are best. You've been here the entire time. Yeah. We're not doing that to the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so then everything shifted. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else is making decisions with no context. No yes. context. Yep. You, you have no idea yep. what the girls have gone through. Yeah. But. Yeah. So we painted a few pictures for them. They yeah. got the message. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. It's, yeah. It Crazy. literally feels like yesterday. Yeah. Re, re it feels like yesterday. It also feels like a lifetime True. ago. Because then once adoption happened, I'm like, so wait, social workers don't have to come in our house every uh, night? 
<laughs> it was such a good time. Because their social Life worker changes. and our social worker would have to visit once a month. Yes. And usually on different days. And so yes. it's like twice a month. We've got random people in our house. It just was Wasn't wild. there a night you even had somebody on your porch where you were yes. like, there's this guy here. I don't even know what he's doing. It was like a Christmas guy. week or something. I don't know. And it yeah. was late. And of course but I schedule him, these right? things. You were like, George? Is that you? you? <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't have our lights on or something. It was pitch black, but it was. He's knocking winter. on our door and it's dark. And I was like, like girls, get behind the couch. <laughs> I was like, I had them hide. And he goes up like, in his underwear with a shotgun. Is. It was a KVC worker. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, Joe. Come on in. Hide the 12 gauge behind your back. <laughs> Give me one second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I didn't trust some of the social workers coming in. So can you imagine like being a little girl and oh. having these, you have to walk these people to your room and then they would ask them questions so they behind take closed the, doors. They would take yep. the girls Do you feel to safe? their own yeah. yeah. And at that point, Zoe was a wild card. We didn't know what she was saying. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, hey, remember them, when we yelled at you last week? Tell Can you the, not? <laughs> hey, tell, tell them the cute story of Zoe. Uh, and maybe you've already said this, I don't know, in the past, but what she wanted to be when she grew up, grows up, oh just like you. Oh my gosh, the most precious little five-year-old kindergarten girl. They're talking about what they want to be when they grow up. And they call us B and Rusty at the time. Yes. And she was like, B, you want to know what I want to be when I grow up? I was like, what? She was like, I want to be just like you. And I was like, oh. She wants to be a nurse. She wants to be a mom. Like, what is she saying? She goes, when I grow up, I'm going to take people's kids just like you. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. I was like, oh, this sweet moment. Is that moment. what you think, buddy? I was like, buddy. Oh, I thought we just really we, bonded. I was like, we didn't take you. Your mom knows you're here. Like, uh, this is all. This is part of. I'm friends with your mom. Like, you want me to call her right now? Like, We're just processing that. <laughs> Also, she wants like to be you. a kidnapper when she goes. <laughs> <laughs> like so many things. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Lord help us. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, sweet zone. Yeah. How about the second day she went back to Miss Keckner's? That's uh, one of my favorite stories. Yeah. So Miss Keckner was a godsend. Her she kindergarten really teacher was. was just the sweetest. And um, you know, Zoe's life was so like up and down every day. She was in a new place. I think we were her fourth foster home in a month. Um, and so she goes back to school. It was like a, I think a long weekend. And then she goes back on Monday. She goes, Hey teacher, I'm back. I'm back. back. And it just was like, so excited <laughs> to like, for a teacher to know her, she knows that teacher. Like she had a rhythm. They had a little yeah. bond, a rhythm, yep. some structure. She was like, guys, I'm back. I'm back. I'm, <laughs> I'm back. not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm here, y'all. And I love that like her and Miss Keckner still have that relationship yep. of like, even all these years later, they're like, I'm, I'm back. I'm oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> so sassy with each other. Yeah. It was really cute. Too cute. Yeah. Foster care is just a roller coaster. And there's like so many emotions tied up and everything. Because when you're dealing with kids and like broken families, broken homes, like everything is very major. Mm -hmm. Everything's mm -hmm. a big deal. Um, but my advice to people is like establish those bonds early on. Um, what else? I, my biggest thing would be like the, if you're wanting to become a foster parent, like what your mental state is throughout the entire process needs yeah. to be, you need to have like your, your core mission for us was Whatever is best for the girls, that's what we're going to fight for. Yep. And we want to know that the bio parents know that we're on their team and we're here to help yeah. them. Everybody else is part of it, part of the system to help 
but not everybody's going to be on the same page. But we knew those two things were, was at the core. Yeah. And so when all these things are shifting, we still had those, those two things didn't, they didn't change the entire two years. Yeah. We always wondered what's best for the, the mom yeah. and dad. And we wanted what's best for the, the girls. That's I think, good. I think if you bring your own, it also helped agenda. that we didn't have an agenda. Like yeah. we, I mean, you had yours, like you knew that you had a heart for it, but we were like, we, we just knew those two things were going to be constant, yeah. which had definitely helped us. Yeah. And every foster care, like it's, it's all different. Every journey is going to be I different. I will say this too. If we were very eager to adopt these girls from the get go our relationship with Janiah would not be as healthy as it is right now mm-hmm. um, because she wouldn't trust us. Mm-hmm. If she knew the whole time we were against her mom, against um, reintegration, there's no way she would trust us like mm-hmm. she does now. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is huge. Is so huge. once we all converted to like, let's adopt, let's be a family. Then it was like, okay, I can, I can live with these people and I can accept them like as my even parents. To the, the fact that, which just sounds crazy that, and maybe this is because we didn't know, but, like we're sitting them down, asking them, like, which is such a hard conversation to have with an, were they eight and six at the time? Um, yeah. Eight and six year old. Like, here's, here's what's happening. Here's your options. We had to tell them, unfortunately, do you remember this? Like, this is just, it gives me chills. Yeah. Like, you're not going to go back home with your mom and dad. Yeah. It was a couple nights of that because I yeah. don't think it really sank in. It's hard. I remember calling Pastor Joel <laughs> and yeah. saying, we have to tell them that rights are getting terminated and yep. we need help. Like, can you be in the room with us? Can you help us? He's like, yep, I'll call Pastor M. Like, we'll all do it together. We had mm-hmm. this plan. And then they came home from a visit. One of the ones that we couldn't take them to. They came home from a visit. And they were like, mama told us we're not going home. Mm. Oh, that's And you right. guys are going to adopt us. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're doing this now without yeah. Joel, without Pastor M. Yeah. We're on our own. Just, I forgot that's how it came the up. Yeah. And get them in the room. I was like, oh no. Just one second. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I forgot that. Because uh, I was so nervous. I was like, this is going to destroy them. What do we do? How do we? That's probably God though. What it came words? up organically. Yeah. And, and they it brought came, it up. It, it came, came from, from her. Yep. Yeah. Which is how it should be. I just didn't know that she was going to do that. Yep. <laughs> Are you guys ready for your hot round? Yeah. yeah let's do it. It's probably. Yeah. It's time. You got anything you want to say? No, go ahead. Add to their story? No, no, go. All right. Um, yeah, I just, Stino's hot round. We're going to go ahead and go with that. I'm ready for it. All right. Get a couple questions in the shoot because we're right, going to rapid right. fire. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I'm somebody, not me. I'm somebody different and I want to get into foster care. What do I do? Mm. <laughs> I mean, we went through Um, KVC. Yeah, we just called KVC and signed up for classes. Signed up for classes. So I I would also find, like, reach out to us, reach out to anybody that, I think sitting down with a a foster care family and just Mm -hmm. asking more questions, because everybody's journey is going to be completely different. So asking more questions. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Um, One of your rapid fire questions is going to be, can you foster babies? Can you foster babies? Yes, you can. Oh, there's actually like a lot of people think foster care, it's only older kids, which I would encourage you to seek out the older kids, mm-hmm. but there are lots of babies in foster care it too. It kind of goes back to what you guys were saying. The There's a lot more foster parents who want to foster babies. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but also like be open to sibling sets too. And that will also open your doors for babies. True. Mm-hmm. Cause those babies have yep. older siblings. Yeah. Very true. Yep. So um, if we want to compare, you know, expenses here, I mean, you're looking at 
something super expensive that we went through mm-hmm. versus yep. this uh, foster care is free. Free. When it comes to adoption, <laughs> they provide a lawyer for you. You can hire your own, but they provide one. The state, and we the state really liked it. Our, yeah. And the state does, a- after that happens, the state does provide a lot of benefits Tons to help, of benefits. help the kids. Yeah, they're, the on, their health health they're on health insurance on their 18. own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I feel like that's a big one. Well, yeah, that's huge. The other one, too, is like, can you just adopt from foster care, yes, right? you can. Which is also free. You can yes. log on to adoptcandiskids.org right now. Right our now. girls got on that when rights got terminated. <laughs> our girls were on that website. They were on oh that website. Gosh. We had to provide pictures to them. Yep. To make it legal. A, a family picked them out. And so when I saw Zoe holding that little turtle, we, I knew. I was we, like, no, we had, didn't know. That's, we didn't even talk about this. We had other calls with families who were wanting to, to and it made me sick. I'm oh. like, this is not, not that they were like interviewing, yeah. but like, we were on they the call. were asking like, us questions about there. our kids so they could adopt them. Ugh. That yeah. is so surreal. I think that's when we just got fired. We got fired. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. I'm like, one guy no was way. super weird. I was like, stop asking these questions. Go away. Yeah. And then the next guy we loved, but <laughs> yeah, it obviously it wasn't meant to happen. be. <laughs> so yes, cost wise, so you guys got to day. crush these people's dreams. <laughs> yep. Just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. We're rigging up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and good. so I do want to, to touch on this too. Like I know that, you know, we have friends who have been waiting their whole life to become parents. There is a huge benefit side to foster mm-hmm. care because you could have multiple at one time mm-hmm. if it's, you know, Yep. so, and I'm just going to throw a number out there that I read earlier. I think yesterday there are 117,000 children. <sighs> In foster homes. Wow. Needing to get adopted. Uh-huh. So wow. if you want to talk numbers, <laughs> it's yes. not it's kind of a big one. Yeah. Well, that's, an, that's another topic too that yeah. we haven't even touched on. There are foster families that don't intend to adopt. Yes. To adopt. Yeah. And so they're just kind of in this holding pattern yeah. until another family comes along and says, yes. hey, we've been called to adopt. Yep. Which is also another route. Like if you were like, hey, we're older, we're yeah. our kids are gone mm-hmm. and we just want to you know, be a safe place for, because that is a I huge love that. need. I love that. Which yeah. we've talked yep. about, like there's a huge need for when kids get pulled from their, their home placed at, yep. you know, wherever KBC, where are they going to go? Yep. And so there's a huge need for that for a couple of weeks. There are kids staying in the offices overnight on the weekends mm-hmm. because the home's not available. Yeah. Yep. Like if you're not even sure you want to do foster care long term, if you just have like a little bit of a heart for it, if any of this you think like I could do that, just sign up for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. If if that's all you end up doing with your license. Yep. And if you're trying to family plan and you're like, oh my gosh, like we both needed to keep our jobs like for our for our insurance and all this stuff. Well, if you get into foster care for older kids, they're in school all day. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to go find and a the day- state provides care. money for daycare. Oh. I didn't ever pay for daycare. Wow. And my kids were in daycare for Huge a couple deal. years. Huge. Yep. That's a big one. Huge. Um, yeah, that's good. All right. You've just decided to do foster care. What do you need from your family? Your, Great your- question. <clears throat> um, let them know like your intentions mm-hmm. um, and like how best to support you, which you might not know at the time. But um, one thing 
our family did for us is you guys threw us like a foster shower, which was kind of unique. That was so fun. Um, Like you guys got the kids like, so we, we were ready with like kid plates. We didn't even have kid plates. We, um, bunch of people sent like gift cards to like, you guys got the girls bike. You guys got the girls bikes. Mm -hmm. Like, so we had two bikes in our shed of like, Hey, slow your roll. (laughs) I was like, getting some pegs on these bikes <laughs> I, they were so pumped though yeah, sitting like, on the porch that was guys, really they cute. would have come home to a, a house that has no kids no yes. bikes no toys no kids yes. dishes like yeah so yeah helping someone get set up in that way was huge i was yep. like kid towels somebody got me kid towels and washcloths i'm like mm. oh yeah kids need like their own little you know, to make it feel more like homey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that was like really special and really creative ways to help us like get our home ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good. There's probably a ton more that will come up like during your classes, they will provide you with ways to talk to your support system and your family about mm-hmm. like, here's some things probably should and shouldn't say to yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. to the kids coming in the home. Yep. So that will help guide you a lot too. I, yeah. I really enjoyed the classes. I thought it was great training. Yeah. It was. We, our teacher was good. Yeah. And so that's another thing to encourage people with is you can just go and learn at the mm-hmm. classes. You don't have to be like, we are a hundred percent in, mm-hmm. you don't have to make your decision right away. Just go and learn and see where that's it leads you. Great point. And to go back to your other question, there was one couple that their parents took the class just for education. Yes. Oh, they weren't because it's a training. It's called yeah. MAPS training. Yep. And I think for, you have to do some background check if like the girls, I remember if they wanted to spend the night with That's you. That's right. But they were just like, hey, we're just going to get our license. Yeah. So. So they became licensed foster point, parents, bro. never to foster, but only to be like another home for the kids to go stay at. Yeah. Wow. Which they go yeah. stay for the weekend. That you can still do without becoming like. Yeah. Mom and dad were not foster parents. It was parents, just background checks. Yeah, background yeah, check. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Good questions. Very good questions. Any what more? Another, what's another good question? What's another good question, babe? Hmm. 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 Um, I could talk about foster care all day long. So if anyone out there has like more questions. Yeah. This is like. It, it feels so far away that like we did this and yeah. like our training and all of that, that it's kind of hard to like reach back in the memory bank and like pull stuff out Thank randomly. But yeah. if you like keep asking questions or are in the process and need something answered, like uh, I'd love to help. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be another like support person for somebody. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. I think that sounds good. Thanks for sharing guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I loved it. Follow us on Patreon. Come join us. We're posting stuff on there all the time. Um, follow us on Instagram. Share with your friends. If you're enjoying this, if this is something that you think they would want to learn about, yep. share this episode with your friends. And don't be afraid to phone in with questions if something really interested you or mm-hmm. um, you wanted more information on because Rustin and Bree would love to love to help you out. Yeah. Comment on Spotify too if you're enjoying this, if you're liking our content or if you want more of something else, let us know. All right, the babies need us, so we're going to head out. (laughs) Later, skaters. Later.